All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Locked On Avalanche with Shaggy Von Doom. I am Chris Maselli. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode, we know we don't know what the cover of EA NHL 23 will look like, but we know who is going to be on it. And for another year, it is not a member of the Colorado Avalanche. We'll talk about that. I know video games are a big thing for a lot of people, ourselves included. Are we happy with, even though it's not an Avalanche player, are we okay with who's on the cover? And we also discuss the the Central. We will kind of rank the Central, see where we have our teams kind of power ranked in the Central Division, including the Avalanche. And our good buddy Nick uh, asked us to do, that's why I'm wearing a Star Wars hoodie for today's episode, uh, we did the the Marvel casting the abs as Marvel. He asked us to do casting the abs as Star Wars characters. And we're more than happy to oblige for that. So let's get to it. You're locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And just for the record... We will be casting Jar Jar Binks because you have to. How can you not? He's everybody's favorite. <laughs> I mean, that's what the movies were hinged on. Those exactly. prequels, it's all Jar Jar Stiff baby. Lord Jar Jar Binks. We will be we will be casting that. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in, making Locked On Avalanche your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Like I said, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom. I uh, Kyle Sullivan. I should say your real name rather than just Shaggy Von Doom. Although most people know you as Shaggy. Uh, and I'm, I'm Chris Maselli, your humble host here at Locked on Avalanche. And thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Um, like we said, we're going to be discussing the central. We will be doing that Star Wars casting, casting call, which should be fun. Um, but we're going to start today. Well, before we start today, I got to throw out the socials, obviously. Follow us on social media, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche Instagram, questions, comments, concerns, opinions, Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe. You're notified when a new show goes live. All right. So we uh, we, we talk about this like once every year. <clears throat> and it's when we know who is going to be gracing the cover of the latest EA NHL game. And it's kind of just becoming a comedy right now that we've gone so long and we have not had an Avalanche player. Um wasn't Joe Sackick on it years ago, if I'm not mistaken? Let me. Go I want to say he was the replacement for Heatley in 03. You in 04, but you would be you would be correct in that. Yes. So that's it. Um, you I know, think Forsberg no, was in 01. Forsberg was no Forsberg was 98. 98. Uh, but no Patrick Wah, no, you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> that, that's what you got. So the last one has been Joe Sackick on an alternate call. <laughs> what happened there? Why, why was that? Uh, a... The Heatley, the Heatley, uh, car crash. Um, Oh, really? yeah. They, they took him off the cover. Oh, ooh, okay. Um, so that was, that was for NHL 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the last time. And I really thought, you know, I always think, you know, the abs have a good chance to do it when you have superstars like Nathan McKinnon on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Kale McCarr just, you know, taking ownership of, of so many 
fan bases right now. Even if you're not a fan of the Avalanche, you you root for Kale McCarr, and that was evident at the All Star break. People were cheering him at the All Star break, um, and that was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I really thought this year with all of everything that he did, all the awards that he had, winning the Stanley Cup, I kind of thought this was maybe like a no-brainer. In in addition to him being very popular with with you know uh hockey fans and and video game fans would probably flock to that to see him on the cover. And that's not the case. It's not the case. Uh, they, it's a very interesting cover. I, I, I like what they've done. Um, they did, they're, they're having two players. They're having, uh, Trevor Zegras of Anaheim and Sarah nurse from team Canada, which I think that's cool. I think that's very cool to have, you know, you know, you got, you, you follow, uh, you know, women's hockey more than anybody that I know. And it's huge. There you go. You got the future done. Um, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So to include them in it, I think is kind of a no brainer. Yeah. No problem with her being on it. That's great. Um, do I kind of have a problem with Zegers being on it? Yeah, I do, man. I do. I think, I think it's too early for him to be on. I think he will be, I, I should say if he wasn't going to be on it this year and you gave me a list of like young upcoming stars, he would definitely be on that top of the list. But I just think there's some other guys out there that are more deserving today than him. But I want to get your take on because uh, you love this. You're you you're a Zegers fan, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Like I, he's a very entertaining player. I think he's great for the league. But to throw him on the on a video game at this stage in his career, little premature, if you ask me. I think I'm uh, I'm bracing myself because I know what the YouTube comment section is about to be like. Mm-hmm. Don't come after me. I think EA Sports nailed this cover. Mm-hmm. If you are one, like, nothing you said about Kale McCarr is wrong. He is a very likable individual. If EA Sports wants to move copies of the game off their shelf, there is no better personality in the game than Trevor Zegers. The same fact that P.K. Subban graced NHL 19. Like that was his Predators run. Like he was not tearing up anything in the league at that time. He was a personality. Same with Austin Matthews. It's why he keeps getting the cover. It's a personality. <laughs> it's not getting the cover of the game does not mean it's not your pat on the back. It's not your extension of the heart. It's not your extension of the Norris. Like, and this this goes to all EA Sports games. Um, even MLB the show, like Shohei Otani, he's not really leading in stats he's just incredible for what he does right yeah so but you're wanting to sell the game but you think that zegris is above guys like kale mccarr right now in personality and like when you say zegris you automatically think that surfer dude mentality that that goal coming in with the like the grogu around his neck and that um in his interview like calling out Bouchergras and like during his interviews saying, Hey buddy, I know you, he's got that, that letter Kenny vibe. Like he's, he's one of the guys, like when you see all the clips and everything he does, like working at Chipotle for NHL, like Jersey day, like mm-hmm. everything he does, it's one of those things. You're just like, Oh, what's he up to now? It's that it's the Subban effect. Like if Subban is on ESPN, you're like, okay, let me see what he's up to. 
when he hosted the uh, the pandemic game show, everybody tuned in because you know of the personality. It's the same thing with Zegers. So when you see him on the cover, you're like, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like, you know, winning sells just as much as a personality does. People flock to winners. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to the Golden State Warriors. You know what I mean? Like, nobody outside of the 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 fan base that is, has always followed Golden State really cares about that. Nobody cared about them before they started winning. And now you see those those jerseys everywhere. And when you go to a, a Colorado Avalanche game outside of Denver, those fans, if it's on a road game, you see Kale McCart jerseys everywhere mm-hmm. more than any other player on the team. He is the hot commodity for the Avalanche. And he's you see all these power rankings for um, you know players, no matter their position, he's – two or three right now. Connor McDavid's always going to be number one. And then you can argue who's number two. He's no lower than three in any power ranking. He's that popular. I, I And I'm not trying to take away from Zegers. I think, like I said, he's, he's a, a, an exciting player. But, I, you know, and I'm not just sitting here on Kale McCarr. I have a list of guys who I, I think deserve it right now before Zegers. Why, why does Igor Shosturkin not get a nod for this? If we're going for young guys, why not him? Why not even Vasilevsky? He hasn't been on it. Why not Jack Hughes of of the Devils? Like there's, there's even even Kaprizov from the Wild, which I know that's sacrilegious to say that in an Avalanche show, but dude can play. I think all of those guys I would give it to this year over Zegras. The Colorado Avalanche just defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning, who were going for a three P. Do you know how many Tampa Bay Lightning members have graced the cover? I can tell you. Zero. Uh, none. <laughs> Not it. We Ever? had it's been or... Austin Matthews, Ovechkin, Austin Matthews again, PK Subban, McDavid, Tarasenko. Then you got Dantes, uh, Bergeron, Martin Brodeur. Claude Giroux, and then there's Stamkos on 12. 12, 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. So it's they're not patting the back of the award winners or the incredible teams. If you no look at like the Austin Matthews, the Ovechkins, the PK Subans, like you lose this argument with Connor McDavid, but you're going for that personality. Like you're you're gonna put Connor McDavid on on a cover. You just have to. (laughs) You just have to. And putting Zegras on there in that like the the picture that dropped today, like they're outside, they have palm trees behind them, they're on ice. He's in that orange, like the reverse Mighty Ducks logo that everybody knows. Like mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. Like you see that on the shelf, so you're like, oh, this looks cool. Like if we put uh, yeah, Kale McCarr or Nathan McKinnon up there, you're like, oh, I know they won something, but it's probably that stock photo of them. Like it doesn't translate the Kale. same. I disagree with you with Kale. He is he he is the the hot player right now. He really and if if Zegers never makes that pass behind the the net, uh, which I think was to Sonny Milano, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, was, um, yeah, I don't think we're here right now. Genuinely, you are absolutely correct. So so that's what's selling. That's what they're banking on selling. And you know that was one of the best plays of of the year. 
but so so we're going off of one play, maybe two, if you want to say that move that he had in the All Star break on the uh, average Joe's, which was awesome. Uh, but you know, here's a guy that didn't even win Rookie of the Year. I, I don't know. Man. I think it's, it's just personality and swagger alone. If you want to, if it's EA, they're a, they're not selling it to hockey fans. I mean, like you're not you're you've got your core base that's going to buy EA sports to every fans. You're you going to sell it every year. You got your base. You want to step over just a little bit. Be like, you know what? I haven't bought NHL in a long time. This looks cool. I'll give it a ch- a shot. I've seen that goal. Let me try it. You're you're trying to go one step further. Mm. I don't know. I just I I think he's he's you know all those guys that I listed and that was just off the top of my head. Yeah. Um. You know, there's others out there that I just feel like if he if he had maybe I'm just old school man. Like if he had one stuff, you know, if he had one at least rookie of the year, um, if he had gotten his team into the playoffs and done some damage in the playoffs, like I could see that. But because he had you know, two ESPN top 10 moments were running with that. And I get that's kind of where the industry is right now. And when you're marketing to people a lot younger than me, that is what they want to see. And I would argue Kale McCarr gives that to you. And, you know, the the play in, in, against Chicago. Yeah. Uh, the spinorama move. Don't tell me that. People weren't watching that. You know what I mean? And everything he did in the playoffs. So I think it was just a golden opportunity for everything that Kale McCarr piled up this year blows away what Trevor Zegras did, including, you know, the the over the goal pass, which is phenomenal, by the way. I don't know. I just I it made me a little bit bitter because we've gone all this time with with no avalanche players. And this one was set up beautifully for him specifically after the year he had to be on it. And he's not. So I'm not buying NHL 23. I'm boycotting garbage. I'll buy it. Then thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I am just interested to see what they do uh, with the women's hockey. If they're you know yeah. putting them on the it, cover, you can't just put her on the cover and then not do anything with it. That's that's really bad optics if you do that. So I can't imagine they added they added the women's game like as a downloadable last year in 22. And it okay. was just a select roster. I think it's going to be a little bit more blown out this year. Yeah, it'd be cool. Let us know what you think. I know there's some people thinking like, I don't care. It's a video game. It's a big deal. Like, look at look at Madden. Every time Madden comes yep. out, guys, players, NFL players are going to Twitter angry about their rating. Like, that's a yep. thing. So uh, it's kind of a big deal. And, you know, when it's your team that could have been up for it, it it's bragging rights. Let's get real. If Kale McCarr was up there, we'd be, bra- we'd be shouting it from the mountains. Just another thing to add to a great season for the Avs, but. Oh yeah, we'll have to wait another year or ten. It's just, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All right, um, let's hear from Bet Online, and then we're going to discuss the Central in terms of ranking them. Where do we feel is it going to be much different than last year? So, there are going to be teams that uh, could possibly move up. Are there teams that could move even further down? We'll we'll rank them. So, but first, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. And all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Uh, maybe you can even guess for next year who's going to be on the cover of uh, EA NHL. Maybe that'd you be can. a good bet. Yeah, 
right now, who's it going to be next year? Shane going, Wright. Ooh, let's see. I mean, if we're going young, and it's Seattle. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, that that's a that's a good one. Uh, no, yeah, he's on Seattle. Uh, fine reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, the NHL, esports, even golf. And of course, those good old combat sports. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for every sporting wager and information from live in game betting and scores to podcasts. They have you covered. So head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn about more, to learn more about the action happening around your favorite league. It's BetOnline.net where the game starts. So the central. What do we think? Is it? Gonna, is it? Is it when you're looking at the the all the divisions, where do you think it ranks overall? You think Ooh. it's? I don't think it's the toughest, uh, I but I don't think it's the worst. I don't think it's the worst. I, I'm kind of looking at the Pacific right now, for for, and I think just you know teams like San Jose, even Anaheim and Seattle just drag that division down. I think Vegas will be doing the same. And Vegas is not, we don't think, you know, anything is possible. Maybe when Eichel gets, you know, more acclimated there, maybe they'll be a little bit better, but you never know. So I think the Pacific could be the weakest division. Um, So I think the Central maybe is above them by a little bit. Yeah, but we are second. The Central is the second to worst division going into 2022-23. Like it's it's going to be extremely top-heavy. Yeah, you might have some company up there that might make it interesting, like last year in the first couple weeks, where there's a little bit of where the race doesn't really matter, and you look at the standings, you're like, oh, they have to make up a little bit of ground, right? And the Avalanche pull away. And you know, like I'm saying, how those teams in the Pacific drag that down. Same goes for the Central. Mm. When you have Chicago and Arizona, them alone, they could they could finish one and two at the bottom of the standings for this, this yep. upcoming season. So yeah, that doesn't really, I mean, it helps the avalanche when you're playing those two teams a handful of times throughout the year, I'm not saying you're going to sweep them. You're going to lose one every once in a while, but doesn't help that division. So what do you think? I mean, obviously, I mean, do you have the abs at number one still? Do you think that there's any team that can unseat them going into the season? No, uh, I don't see Minnesota being built to unseat the avalanche um definitely not nashville st louis is exactly what they have been ever since they won the cup and i feel like the like the avalanche have surpassed what that level is mm-hmm. um i feel like it's just the avalanche division go ahead and put that on the banner like this is they really have to try not to win the central this year to not win it yes <laughs> so they basically have to just slip up and if they don't win it it's their own fault you don't think there's any team that will just overachieve and go go take it from the abs you like, think it's, it's the abs to lose basically it's still i still have not heard anything on the krill the thrill front of what's going on there um mm-hmm. that's the the shiny thing in minnesota and like there's there's some stuff circulating. You don't know what's going on with him in Russia. And you, I like, think he's you, back. I think I think he's back in the United States from the last that I heard. So still a weird situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could they tell him he's got to come back? I mean, exactly. And that could yeah. be one of those like middle of the season, just out of left field, derail your season kind of deals. Mm. So and 
we haven't mentioned Winnipeg because there's not much to w- mention about Winnipeg. Like, man, Winnipeg was kind of like my sleeper pick from last year. I, I really thought that they were going to kind of like rise to an occasion. And, and I thought they would be a team that would challenge the abs for the division. Mm. Um, clearly didn't happen. And, you know, could, but could they be a team that is kind of like what the Islanders think they are? The Islanders think they just had a bad year. And while the fan base was like, that's unacceptable, go get guys. Lamorello and the front office were like, we're not going to do that. I think they tried. Um, nothing came Nothing came of it. But I think they're like, we just had a bad year. That start to the season where we didn't have a home game until like December because they're still building our arena, that played a factor. I think the Islanders are just like, we're going to go for it again. I think we just had an off year. We'll keep the majority of our team around. We'll get a new head coach. And off we go. Winnipeg, um, I don't think, I mean, did they bring in anybody like really major? I'm thinking on top of my head. I don't remember a big signing by them. And I think the the thing that is the problem in Winnipeg is something is funky with that team chemistry. I feel like the veterans have a voice and the anybody new, upcoming, or acquired have issues with that voice and i feel like a lot of people have a problem adjusting to that and i feel like that's why head coaches just decide to walk away because they can't deal with it anymore i feel like the issue is the locker room and the veteran talent they decide to build around yeah i mean i i think they'll have a better season but i don't i don't feel like they're going to really press the abs or anybody towards the top of the division and i think you know this is between the abs and the blues yeah you know what i mean i don't think there's any surprise in saying that but i really do think unless the abs make another move that hasn't happened yet um i think this is going down to like the last week of the season to really determine the division i don't think the abs are going to run away with this not because they don't have a good team but i think them and st louis are really neck and neck i really think like they, they both have very good teams um, and it wouldn't surprise me if it's the blues in first place, like heading into like the last month of the season and the abs have to play a great month to take the division if they want it. Um, and they do that. I think they kind of overtake them late in the late in the season. See, I have that feeling about Minnesota. I feel like they're lying. They're kind of quiet and dangerous. And I feel like they are also going to make a move at the trade deadline, like we mentioned with our crossover with Locked On Blackhawks. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it might be that Taze type move to push them a little bit farther. I just, I kind of like how the the mild. I will not give them credit and call them by their correct name, mm-hmm. um, but like I, I like how Minnesota is putting that team together. They're not there yet, but I feel like St. Louis. Is still got to figure out what they're doing with the goalie position. It's not Bennington, and you lost He's your backup so. plan. Yeah. So they still have to figure that out. The defense isn't there. St. Louis has some questions. Minnesota, I think, could cause a little bit of a problem, but it's yeah, I could it's clearly the it's top heavy. Like you don't talk about Dallas because Dallas is microwave Taco Bell. It's either gonna be great or it's gonna be disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, uh I got Dallas down a little bit. Um 
I, I, man, I think I'm, I'm like really debating on where to put the wild. Cause I just don't think they, they have it. Like they, they played well last year. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like they fade a little bit. I, I kind of like what Nashville that has done in the off season. I do. They are, I think Nashville they are interesting. Could be, yes. Nashville could be a sneaky, good team. Um, and you know they 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 have all the tools they have a fantastic goalie you know they have really good defense they have they can score they have a great top line um say which one about matt duchene he had a career year last year you got peter forsberg who always kills the avalanche like they're they're gonna be i think a force to be reckoned with if you ask me yeah i i could see nashville like well philip forsberg and uh, they made some key signings, um, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're done yet. Another team that could also hit the trade deadline, and you know, I could I could see them being like this year's Montreal or um, Edmonton, making it really really far that nobody anticipated, just because of the grit and core alone of that team. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, you're talking about Montreal of a couple of years ago making the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, no, not yeah, last year. Last year's team. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I do want to get you, what you think. Like, I, I think that Chicago could finish below Arizona. Yes, I, I feel Chicago like the, that bad. I feel like the 15 fans that are going to show up to the Yotes games are going to make that environment kind of fun. And Arizona is yeah. going to kind of like the new digs. So I feel like Chicago is the bottom Arizona right above that. Arizona's there's nothing on their shoulders. They can just go out and play loose and try different things and i think they'll win some games because of that because there's zero pressure on them terrible goalie situation i think probably the worst in the league in arizona that's going to be their one issue and if you do get rid of chikrin that clearly doesn't help the situation so uh but i think with chicago no matter how good or bad you are uh there's always pressure being a chicago blackhawk yep i mean even even if you're not expected to do anything which they are not this year um, that fan base will let you, you know, if, if you suck, that fan base will remind you every day how bad you suck. Yep. Um, and that's, it's going to be a long season for them. So because of that, that might just play into their mind and they just might just be losing games just because they're in their own heads because we're the Chicago Blackhawks. We're not supposed to lose this much and they will. So, but they do. We'll see. All right. Last thing to get to, like we said, our good buddy, Nick wanted us to, uh, cast some avalanche players as star wars characters because we've done this with the marvel characters we've done it with the marvel characters like three years in a row we've never done it with star wars and i think i don't was it you or somebody else that we should actually do harry potter as well i think somebody somebody had said i I think that might have been the sheriff as well because i think he might have mentioned that to me so uh we're going star wars with this one we got a handful to get to so uh why wait and we're going right off the top we're going with uh, mr star wars one with Luke Skywalker. Now, the interesting thing here is, and really with all these guys, it could be, well, not a couple of them, but especially Luke, like which iteration of Luke do you do you have? Mm. Could be early Luke, could be, you know, Jedi Luke, where he's, you know, badass, but um, who'd you go with? Luke Skywalker is Nathan McKinnon. Really? So you're going like later in life Luke. Where he he has yes. he's a full fledged Jedi, yep. Uh, and he's he's come in, he's learned, he's learned yeah. the way. 
I mean, he's one of the OGs, and he's one a stellar guy, like the best and, in the universe. So and he's Luke. He was kind of a hothead early on, yep. and now he's calmed down a little bit. He's learned the ways of the Force, and he's had opportunities like to go to the dark side many times. I like it. See, I went with young Luke, like a New Hope Luke, and because of that, I'm going with Bo Byram. Ooh, like you know, I pretty like raw, uh, green, very green, but. The future is is bright. So because of that, I, I, I got to go Bo Byron because he, he is a Jedi in training, basically, at this stage in his career. So that's what I'm going with. I like that I like a lot. Uh, let's go with – we'll go with Han. Who we got for Han? Miko Rantanen. Really? Why is that? He He's not – he doesn't fit like the Landy, the Nate, the Kale. He's – Miko is just, he's that goofy, kind of slides in. He's Harrison Ford. Really? See, because of that, I for, for Han Solo, I went, I went Gabe Landeskog. Interesting. Yeah, like he's just, he, he just is always up front. He's, he just seems like he's got it all together, but he, but he kind of doesn't. <laughs> At least Han doesn't. But um, he just has that, like, that, that confidence about him. Han Solo has that. In spades, uh, and that's Gabe Landeskog. He's got the look. He, you know, he's he's the driver of the Millennium Falcon. Landy is the driver of the Colorado Avalanche. So that's that's where I'm going with that. I so, dig it. I dig it. Right. Uh, let's go to. We gotta go to Vader. He's one of two dark side people that we have. Uh, For me, I have. Darth Vader being played by Eric Johnson. Uh, but Okay. I have Eric Johnson as Darth Vader. Why he's barely, that? he's barely like he's kind of human at this point. He's so put together. Um, I mean, he started out as a blue, so everybody forgets <laughs> that. So right. he was, uh, I hate sand. And then comes to Colorado and he has slowly morphed into just, he's not the same guy. He's not that same blues guy. He's not the same Eric Johnson when he first started. He's yeah. morphed into this new role and he's so, like, everything's falling apart on him. And if he didn't have that avalanche sweater, he probably wouldn't be human at all. Yeah. See, for me, like, this is where I have McKinnon. Really? Yeah. Just like, get out of his way he he will do he does not care he will you know kick you know what and take names in the process like he He's is episode a, two anakin yeah uh, he, well at the end like to get getting you know yeah uh but you know he's 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 just that guy who's just like i don't i'm i this is who i am maybe not like he's not Return of the Jedi, obviously, because when he comes out of that and he's yeah. redeemed and everything, I'm talking about like for you know everything up until then, he just doesn't care. I, I shouldn't say. I mean, he cares. He cares like too much. He is he is built a certain way. You're you're not going to phase him. He just goes all out. I could see it. That's Vader. Uh, Yoda. I wonder if we have the same on this. I one. wonder if we do here. Kale McCarr. No, see, I went. I went. Um, 
front office on this. So maybe I'm cheating a little bit. And I went Joe Sackick just because he's the elder statesman. Uh, he's, he's put this team together. Yoda is, you know, Mr. Jedi. He's gonna, you know, the leader of the Jedi and, you know, just knows the ways of the force better than anybody. So that's Joe Sackick. So I that's why I went, that's why I went Kale McCarr. He knows hockey better than literally anyone on this team. It is Hmm. showing the league as a whole new ways to do what we've done for years and years and years. I like that. I I just couldn't go that route. Just, I got hung up on the age thing. And, and he I don't eats mean cookies to... on the bench like Grogu. So. <laughs> Grogu loves the eggs, though. Yeah, it's true. Shoving the, that, that was hilarious. Uh, in my opinion, the most overrated character in Star Wars, everybody loves uh, Boba Fett. I, I just, I don't know. I think he's overrated, in my opinion. Uh, but people seem to like him, so we're going to throw him on here. Who you got? Taser. Oh, that's a good one, man. Like he he just comes yeah. in, does what he has to do, and goes. He's he leaves. He doesn't make a scene. Um, there are times that his backpack gets you know kind of shot, and he's just flying around in the back of the uh, <laughs> in the yeah. background of the scene. But like Taze just comes in, gets the job done, goes home. Yeah. That's why I put Eric Johnson there. <laughs> Interesting, just because he's there. Yeah, like, like Boba Fett. He's just you know he's, he's not. Just- that big of a deal to me in the star Wars universe. And he just seems to be there. And that's Eric Johnson. He's just there. He does his job and he goes home. Interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's Boba for me. Uh, we got three more here. Let's see. We'll do Obi-Wan. Gabe Landis Scott. Okay. I was kind of going. Yeah. He's That's taught the rest of the team. He taught Nate. He taught the rest of the team the way. He was the mm-hmm. OG. So, yeah. So, and when I think Obi Wan, and, and Ewan McGregor is the absolute perfect mm. person to play him. But when I think Obi Wan, I think original Obi Wan. Yeah. And I don't mean this to feel to say like you know who I picked is is old, but I got Miko Rantanen for Obi Wan. It's just that, you know, when, when Obi-Wan got older, it was, he had that quiet confidence about him. Just yeah. like he, he was just, he was just sure of himself. He was sure of his abilities. He knew the force and that's Miko. Miko just, you know, he, he's just glides around. He's just confident in his game. Just like Obi-Wan is confident in his saber dueling, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> fights and his, his way with the force is just, and he knows when to just force vanish before a lightsaber battle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we got two more. So I think I'll save the other Sith Lord for the end. And we had to throw Jar Jar in here. <laughs> like I said, we will be casting Jar Jar. Uh, who do you got for that? Curtis McDermott. <laughs> he started out as a laughable character yeah. and found a role. He's on the Senate. Uh, you know what, man? Like, if people haven't gone and watched like the the possibilities of Jar Jar being a Sith Lord, those videos yeah. that are on on YouTube, go check them out. They might change your mind. Um, it's very, very interesting. But we never got to that point. Uh, we just know Jar Jar from the goofiness that he is, and because of that, I have Sammy G. Uh, I tracks. just think like Sammy is just this fun loving guy. And whenever you see like whenever he posts stuff on like Instagram or other people like uh, around the team, like 
post stuff of him. Like he's always just has a like a smile on his face. He just seems like he likes goofing around. And Jar Jar is just, you know, walking clumsy, Gungan. Yeah. So I think that's a good match. I'm down with that. All right. And last but not least, we had to put Senator Palpatine up. Um, this is not somebody I cast as an from an from the Avalanche. I went outside is, the Avalanche for this. I one. also I went outside the Avalanche as well for Palpatine. What do you got? Jordan Bennington. Oh yeah, that's awesome. I didn't. I was trying to think of like who is like the, the arch nemesis player wise, and I just couldn't. Th- I don't know. That never came to me. But I don't know why it didn't. But <laughs> that's a good one for me. I was going to put the Vegas Golden Knights, <laughs> but I I zeroed in on Kelly McCrimmon. Oh uh, yeah, the GM. So he just he, you root for guys like, you know, Darth Vader, oddly enough, you know, he, yep. he's just one of those guys that both sides love him. You don't like Palpatine. Yep. You know, he he's always he's always doing things uh behind the scenes, sneaky, um trying to bend the rules. That's Kelly McCrimmon. Apparently is a part of all nine movies, so. Yeah, I mean, he he's driving the ship for I mean, it's kind of genius. Yeah. what he's doing like he, he really is like manipulating everything that's happened over all my movies um but you get he hate him for that so do it kelly yeah <laughs> power <laughs> uh but if you're a star wars fan and you want to comment away let us know even if you want to throw out some characters i mean we could have gone on forever with the star wars characters that exist but if there's some character that we didn't have that you think an abs player would uh, cast that role accordingly. Let us know in the comments. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do Harry Potter before the regular season starts, but we had to get the Star Wars in, one in for Nick. So uh, I'm waiting. Yeah, we had to get that one in for Nick. Absolutely. Indeed. you hear me? Here we go. Here there we go. go. There we You're go. Back. Wow, that's twice we uh, Neo stopped in to visit today. <laughs> I don't know why. We're, how dare you speak ill of the EA Sports coverage? Uh, yeah, right. That's what <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. That's going to wrap it up for today. We will be back tomorrow with anything that's new and updated in Avalanche Land. Um, until then, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. And... Uh, check back tomorrow we are locked on avalanche part of the locked on podcast network he is mr shaggy von doom kyle sullivan i am chris maselli this like i said is the locked on avalanche podcast we'll see you guys tomorrow go abs go